Hi, I'm Amy Schneider, and these are just cards. Uh, so I know yesterday I said I thought I might ask the tarot for a bit of a bigger picture on, on <laughs> what's going on this month. But I decided I really I wanted to drill down on the, the concept of joy uh, that we talked about yesterday as, as being important to this month and to ourselves being in the world, that, that we need to find joy in it. And so I decided to do what I'm calling the Marie Kondo spread. <laughs> um, so in the middle we've got, what is it sort of fundamentally that gives us joy? On the left we have, what is something that gives us joy, that sparks joy, but that we don't think of as giving us joy? And on the right, we have something that we think gives us joy, but, but really doesn't, and is misleading. Uh, again, two major arcana today, no reversals. Um, really, really getting a lot of clear messages, not a lot of confusion or, or cloudiness these days about important things. I'll start with, in the middle, what, what is kind of the nature of what brings us joy. What fundamentally do we find joy in? as a general rule. I mean, we can find it in all kinds of things, but what's, but what's something that just sort of by our nature uh, tends to spark joy? And there we have the moon. Certainly something that sparks joy in me, as I've said before, I, I do love the moon. And as I've mentioned recently in that trilogy of, of insight and revelation of the star and the moon and the sun, uh, the moon represents the fundamental mysteriousness of it, you know. There's this weird lobster crawling out of the water, these pillars in the distance, uh, animals looking up at the moon. It's, it's kind of a, a weird situation. And that's, you know, what the moon is about. The moon rules the night. The moon illuminates the night, but gently. Um, and in that sort of half-light, that reflected light of the sun, all sorts of mysterious things can happen. You know, for millennia, people have felt that the full moon uh, has an influence on us, that the more of the moon we see, the more mysterious things start to happen. And that's something that we find joy in. I mean, that's what we're doing here with the tarot, is looking for that sense of mystery, that sense of wonder, that sense of things that are bigger than the daylight world. So as, as we go out looking for things to find joy in, uh, look for the weird, look for the mysterious, look for the maybe not inexplicable, but difficult to explain things. And those are the things that will give us joy. And then on the left, something else that will give us joy that we're maybe not aware of is the Ace of Cups. Now the Ace has a similar design in all four suits. It is a hand reaching down from heaven holding uh, the emblem of that suit. In this case, a cup. And of course, cups are water, as we see here. It's overflowing with water. Uh, cups are emotion, they represent our feelings, I mean, they represent that which is ruled by the moon, you know? The moon shifts the oceans around, it shifts the water inside us and the currents inside of us, and it 
rules our emotions. And the the symbolism of, of the aces, again, in all four is, is the recognition of this suit and this element and this facet of ourselves as a free gift from the universe. We don't have emotions because we deserve to have them or because we've earned them. They're not something that's, it's, it's, it, they can't be taken away from us. They're a fundamental, inalienable right that we have from the universe. When we came into being, we came into being with emotions and the right to have them. And I think that what this would, I think, reflect is a certain unease that we have with emotions that don't feel earned to us. Um, and I know that sometimes there can be you know, challenging emotions like, for example, jealousy, um, when we can feel envious of somebody we care about's good fortune or wanting something that, we, that they have and know rationally that it's wrong, that there's somebody we care about and we want them to be happy and we don't really want them to not have that thing, but that jealousy is still there. Um, you know, emotions are not all pleasant, not all good. Uh, but it's also just as much the case for many people that they can have a hard time feeling happy because they don't think they deserve it. They don't think they've earned it. They think that their right to happiness has been revoked because of whatever it may be, whatever shortcomings they see in themselves. And the Ace of Cups is a reminder that, that good or bad, our feelings are ours, and they don't come with a price tag and they don't come on conditions. And that's something to be joyful about, even the negative ones. We have every right to feel how we feel. And that's a joyful thought. We avoid it because part of us doesn't believe it, but it's true. So take joy in the absolute freedom you have within yourself to feel whatever way it is you feel about anything. There's no such thing as should feel. You know, there's, thing, there's such a thing as should do, but there's never such a thing as should feel or shouldn't feel. So as you go out there into the world, whatever feelings these mysterious objects you seek out spark in you, um, take joy in the fact that your feelings are your own. And what's something that we think of as sparking joy that doesn't and there we have the Empress. And the Empress is uh, indeed a monarch and a ruler, but she is but she is more, you know, Mother Nature than, you know, a Roman emperor. She sits on her cushioned throne, reclining comfortably in a very comfy looking dress, I must say. <laughs> Surrounded by nature and water and trees and growing things. With the heart shape and the, the symbol of the feminine beneath her. And it's a troubling thought, right, that this emblem of nature and the feminine and all this sort of thing is, is uh, has an emptiness to it. And that the joy we convince ourselves we feel is false, but... Keep in mind that the key here is that she is still the empress. 
She is still a commander. She is still, you know, she she sort of represents the summation of all of the queens in the Minor Arcana, uh, which are about full understanding, you know, not necessarily mastery and control in the way that the kings and the emperor are, uh, but nonetheless, there's a superiority and a feeling of of being above. And I think that's the thing that we try to convince ourselves we find joy in that really isn't doing it for us, is that idea of having that sort of nurturing yes, caring yes, uh, natural yes, but still rulership over, over our environments, over our worlds around us. You know, we like... We like taking care of others, and we think that we get joy from it. But as long as we're doing it from a position of the empress, from from our throne, however comfortable and relaxed that throne may be, the joy is never really going to be real. Because, you know, we have an inalienable right to our emotions, yes, but none of us has a right to sit on a throne. None of us has a right to uh, control and even uh, to look down upon these aspects of nature and growth and love and femininity in other people. So, you know, let's, let's be humble. You know, I think there's a really beautiful mix of, of pride and humility in this spread. Um, you know, pride in our emotions and our, our complete ownership of them and their complete independence from others and humility in not setting ourselves up above and a mixture of both in the moon that does indeed rule over the night, rule over the water, uh, but is filled with mystery, is unknowable. The Empress thinks she knows everything but the moon has mysteries that the empress has never seen. And the moon will always be mysterious and will never finish plumbing all its mysteries. There's always more to be pulled up from the depths. But it's such a fun, joyful project to do so. Let's keep doing it together. These are just cards. <laughs>